Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. must not be second he will not settle for that position you and I are not capable of occupying the throne of our own lives and he loves us too much to allow us to usurp his rightful position he is before all things even when we attempt to pull him down and put him second All of us live our lives putting ourselves on the throne of our lives. We like having control over what we do and charting our own course. Pastor Robert reminds us that the truth of the matter is that we're only usurpers. Jesus is the Lord of all, which includes our lives. We won't be satisfied until we give ourselves to Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to the ninth chapter of Revelation and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. Now the number of the army of the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. And the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions. And out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents having heads, and with them they do harm. But the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, that they should not worship demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders, or their sorceries, or their sexual immorality, or their thefts. First, the entire human race is tormented for five months to such a degree that people are begging to die and cannot. Then another angel blows his trumpet and one-third of humanity is killed by this demonic army numbering 200 million. But the fact that is most astounding to me is that the rest of mankind remains unrepentant and rebellious. Even in the face of such overwhelming wrath and judgment, the people reject God's authority over their lives. But I have to stop and think for a minute. 
because I once rejected his authority over my life. In the face of judgment, I still rejected his authority. I refused to bow before him, refused to submit my decisions or my plans to his perfect will. I wanted to do what I wanted to do no matter what. I didn't believe that he really loved me and had a better plan and purpose for my life than the one I was pursuing for myself. We look at Revelation chapter 9 and think, how could they continue to rebel in the midst of all those horrible consequences? Well, the same way that we continued to rebel in the face of his amazing grace and goodness. We continued to put our desires for pleasure and for houses and cars and boats and motorcycles ahead of obedience, ahead of faith in our good, good Father. We sing about him all the time. And he promised us that if we would just seek first his kingdom, if we would just seek first his righteousness, all those things would be added. But we continued to put him second in our pursuit of idolatrous goals and dreams. Maybe you're still doing that if you're brave enough to be humble and admit it. 30 years ago, my pastor asked the congregation to join him in a declaration of faith and loyalty. It was based upon Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 to 18, which says concerning Jesus, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Jesus must not be second. He will not settle for that position. You and I are not capable of occupying the throne of our own lives. And he loves us too much to allow us to usurp his rightful position. He is before all things. Even when we attempt to pull him down and put him second, he is before all things. He has been from eternity past. He will be into eternity future. Jesus Christ has preeminence in all things. If that's not true in your life, if that's not true in your heart, well, then today is the day to repent because the hellfire and brimstone, it's real. Maybe you're embarrassed because you followed Jesus and declared yourself a Christian for a long time already. But as you sit there right now, you realize he isn't first. There's no shame in coming home. There's a beautiful article in the Calvary Chapel magazine that's out there right now about a guy. And some of you have probably read some of his articles because for 13 years, this guy wrote horrible articles about Calvary Chapel, 
and specifically about his own dad's church. He referred to it as blogger jihad. He waged war against his dad, who had been his pastor as well as he was growing up. But recently, he came home. He called his dad out of the blue, asked his forgiveness, and he came home. And there's great rejoicing in the churches, not only that church, but the churches in that area, because this prodigal son has come home. And he's loved. There's no shame in it. There's no shame in coming home. God rushes toward us the minute we make the decision to give him the preeminence that only he is entitled to, that only he is capable of bearing up under. Maybe you're more like the older brother who looked with disdain when his wayward younger brother came home. You know, somewhere inside you're thinking, when will it ever be enough for God? You know, a sense of entitlement before the face of God, it's, that is unrepentance. We don't deserve anything from God. Every one of us is broken, in need of his mercy. He's eager to give that mercy. He's eager to welcome us home. But he won't be second. He will never be second. He is almighty God. Yes, he's a good, good father. And we can trust him to be kind, to be merciful, to be generous. But he is holy and he is just. Maybe this is all kind of new to you. I mean, you're, you're not sure what you think about this. You come to church hoping to be encouraged today and you got blasted. Can't help it. I told the worship team, there's only one way to deal with Revelation chapters 8 and 9. It is what it is. The fire's coming. But today, today there's the offer of grace. God's favor, which we don't deserve. His love, which we can't earn. His mercy, his kindness. That's what's being offered. Yes, there's a warning. The day of his wrath approaches. But today is the day of salvation. The book of Revelation is filled with pictures and metaphors and can be utterly confusing at times. We are so glad Pastor Robert has jumped into this book with us, untangling the mysteries and sharing the truth that Jesus is going to return one day. Pastor Robert and all of us here at Main Thing Radio would like to urge you to take the message of the gospel out into the world. The only way to avoid the judgment we're learning about in Revelation is to know and follow Jesus and allow him to rescue us from it. Everyone needs to hear this message and we're the ones who can tell them. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. If you'd like to hear this teaching again, we'd encourage you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. There you can also subscribe to our podcast, and here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. 
Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. And thank you for listening today to Main Thing Radio.